Welcome to the Spurs Up Show, home of the best Gamecocks content on the internet. The following is brought to you by our friends over at Prize Picks. Go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to. $100. Price Picks is the simplest fantasy game on the market focused around prop total entries. You pick two to six players and you can win up to 10 times on any entry. Price Picks has no sharks, optimizers, or mass multi entry. It's literally just you against the projection. They also allow mixed sport entry. So, for example, you can take the over on LeBron, parlay with the under on Mahomes. They've got college sports, pro sports, literally anything and everything you can think of. They have got it over at Prize Picks. They also have a slick, easy to use mobile app, both on the App Store and Google Play. And they're rated 4.8 stars in the App Store with Rave. Review. So many fans and listeners of the Spurs Up Show have made tons of money with our friends at Prize Picks, and you should as well. So, again, go download the Prize Picks app or go to prizepicks.com. And when you do, use the promo code TSUS to receive a 100% instant deposit match up to $100. Be sure to check them out and tell them that Chris from the Spurs Up Show sent you. Let's get it! We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Let's go ahead and jump the phone lines here. Call from Robbie Davis, Zaxby's Hall of Famer. Robbie Davis, what's going on, my friend? How are you? I'm doing good. I'm going to get my three questions out of the way, mm-hmm. and then I'm going to hang up and listen to your comments because I'm babysitting my nephew right now because my mom is on her way to a job interview. So I'm going to get my three questions out of the way and hang up real quick. Question number one, or, well, actually, it's just three questions in one. 
okay? Aside from Spencer Rattler and Juice Wells hopefully having their best seasons at Carolina, what are the three things that are very important to the success of the football team this year? What are three things besides Rattler and Wells that are very important to the success of the football team? Number one, I would say line of scrimmage, offensively and defensively, running the ball, stopping the run. I don't think you can finish outside of the top 100 again in both of those categories and get to eight wins. So that would be number one, line of scrimmage. Number two, I know it's low-hanging fruit. We just talked about it with Pete Futak, but turnover margin. This is a team that has benefited greatly off getting the ball off of people, whether it be special teams, defense, also protecting the football. So line of scrimmage, Mm -hmm. turnover margin. And my third, very important for this football team to have success, um, I would say, I don't know. I don't know. If you're going to eliminate Rattler and Wells, I mean, quarterback play is a big one. Um, but if you're going to say outside mm-hmm. of that, I would – oh, I, I know, I know. Excuse me. Line of scrimmage, turnover margin, and your young players. Your true freshman. I mean, Beamer mentioned it at his yeah. Somerville stop on his uh, welcome home tour that they're going to be asking a lot of freshmen to play some very key pivotal roles. And so their mm-hmm. development, their maturation, getting them acquainted and, you know, quickly is going to be a key in this season. Yeah. Like how like how quickly those guys become, you know, acclimated to South Carolina football in the SEC and how quickly they can make contributions. I think that's going to go a long way in, you know, your success this year. So, again, I'd say line of scrimmage, turnover margin, and your young players, your freshmen. I I absolutely agree with that a thousand percent. And, of course, and also I think third down stops will be key as well. Whenever we got, them, whenever we got teams in third and obvious passing downs, we've got to put pressure on that QB. And 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 make him uncomfortable. Yeah. Every chance we get, but that's all I got. I gotta uh, I gotta get off of here. I'll finish watching the rest of the show, and you have a great day. And go Gamecocks, and to hell with Clemson. To hell with them. To hell with them. Robbie, the man. I appreciate the call. No problem, buddy. You have a good one. You too. Take care, man. Great stuff from Robbie Davis. Let's jump into the text line real quick. And a good question, by the way, by Robbie. I appreciate that. Uh, hey, it's Matt. Who do you think wide receiver two is this year? I want to think it's Leggett, but I want to hear your opinion. Well, uh, Matt, if you go off of the spring game, I-, I think Eddie Lewis looks like he might be the lead candidate for that right now. I mean, he was targeted a great deal. And, you know, I know that <clears throat> I understand it's just a spring game, but I think Eddie Lewis is a guy they seem to really, really like. And I think he'll be targeted a lot this season. Um, Xavier Leggett, certainly, I mean, listen, Xavier Leggett finding more consistency, showed great flashes at the end of the season, but, uh, certainly, certainly he is a guy that, um, you know, I, I think can make a big impact for South Carolina. Again, he showed flashes down the road, showed flashes down the road, but, you know, just need to see more consistency. I think Eddie Lewis right now, be wide receiver too. How does Nicholas Harbor also factor in? I don't think he's going to be a big contributor till later in the season, but, um, uh, I'd say it's either Eddie Lewis or, you know, yeah, I think next in line would probably be Xavier Leggett. Probably be Xavier Leggett. So, 
Um, let's see. Anyways, people are telling me the stream is broken. I don't know if it still is, but uh, or somebody said the video was was frozen. I have no idea. Looks like we're good now. I don't know. Looks like we're good now. I could be wrong. Is the is the screen still frozen to people? I don't know. Mine looks totally fine. Um, here, I'm going to try to refresh this really quick. Okay, y'all tell me if the video is working again. Um, yeah, y'all let me know if the video is working again. We should be good. I don't know. I mean, I'm, I'm yeah, I don't know. 152 here on a, uh, is the video better now? Okay. I don't know what happened. Nothing changed on my end. So I don't know if that was a, what, what, what the issue was there. Either way, though, either way, yeah, I would say back to the point, Eddie Lewis, wide receiver twos, Avery Leggett, I think, could help you a lot this season. But, um, yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Let's see. Panic Ritter, <clears throat> he texts in. With tomorrow's game being two seven-inning games, if we somehow lose both games, we all give Kingston a pass. If we lose, you know me, I won't. Panic Ritter, my advice to you, my friend, will be this. Let them lose first before you burn it down. Let them lose first. Just, just let them lose first. That's all I'm going to say. <clears throat> Let's see. Brian Dean says, the culture was better under Sparky Woods over Will Muschamp. Ruination says, Hairboy is mad his son wasn't good enough. Lynn Turner says, I no longer claim or follow Javon Kinlaw. He was fine with the fans when we were packing the stadium and paying a scholarship to watch the team lose. Phil says, Gavin Bennett, the best mullet in counter football history on my soul. He had a fantastic mullet, by the way. Had a fantastic mullet. Mm-mm-mm-mm. Lynn Turner, champs, players, and parents comments only reinforce my opinion that the culture was toxic. Ruination. I talked to a guy yesterday. Personally, Beamer's coming to Florence next week for the Welcome Home Tour, Gamecock Club at the Country Club, and he told me point blank, Beamer is night and day. Chase says, I got Jake Bentley's cleat that he used to kick the locker on my mantle. <laughs> I love it, Chase. I, I don't doubt that you have that. Um, let's see. Mm-mm-mm. Lynn Turner. I'm amused by people who think coaches whose job depends on winning games are not playing the guys who give them the best opportunity to win. Yeah, that that yeah, that one is uh that one's funny. That that is funny. Madison Duncan said he is vouching for Seawells because the indoor bathrooms. I hear you. Jeff Gulledge, over under the South Carolina offense, will score three touchdowns against North Carolina. Jeff, it better be over because if it's not, you have no shot, in my opinion, to win. Like, I, I think I think it's a safe bet you got to score 30 or more to win that game. I, I, I really do. I think you got to score 30 or more to beat North Carolina. Yeah. <clears throat> Again, I think that's a safe bet. Let's see. Madison Duncan says, Gamecocks are going to be a lot of fun this year. Going to have a lot of fun, I should say. Chase Floyd said, the internet is struggling because Robbie's too close to the microwave. (laughs) Madison says, Beamer has one hell of a coaching job to do. He's here for that reason. The coach will balance this team. Beamer will be successful. I, I agree with you, my friend. I agree with you. 
Let's see. Rolling through the comments here. Travi says Eddie Lewis is going to be the Corey Rucker that never was. How about that? Yeah, Corey Rucker, man. What a career for Corey Rucker. Just came and went, right? Just came and went. Just. Uh, Brendan says to Panic Ritter, Kingston ain't getting a pass if we lose just because it's seven innings. Yeah, I, I, I don't know, man. I don't know. Panic Panic Ritter's never had a thought that wasn't panicking in his entire life. I don't know. And I love you, Panic Ritter, but... <clears throat> Anyways. Uh, on three, by the way, quarterbacks drop their... or they On three, college football dropped their top 100 players. And Spencer Rattler didn't make the top 100. That to me, man, is just that, that's crazy. I mean, that that's I know there's a lot of good players in college football. Do not get me wrong. Drake May is number two. Drake May number two. Uh, Madison says, any news for the softball team tonight? It is game day for the softball team. They play tonight at seven o'clock on ESPN two. So it is game day for them. It is game day, but uh, no news in particular. But uh, yeah, we're double dipping tonight. We're double dipping tonight with baseball at seven, softball at seven. Great night to have a night. Luke RJ, couldn't have said it better, my friend. Beauty is in the banter. Beauty <laughs> beauty is in the banter until I'm talking about Will Muschamp and Shane Beamer and the culture. And then Luke RJ says, ah, ah. The banter's not so beautiful anymore. Isn't that right, Luke? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, listen, listen. To, to Luke, I, I'll say this to Luke, RJ, and everybody else. I'm sure there's many folks that were like, Chris, why are you even talking about this? Guys, it's Friday, May the 19th. Like, things like that. If it was the middle of the season and Vincent Murphy's dad said that, well, we got more pressing issues to deal about. But, like, right now, you know what I mean? Right now, it's like, there's not quite as much. So something like that is going to get much more attention than it normally would, to be realistic. So, um, you know, it's, again, the beauties and the banter. It's it's fun to discuss things like that, honestly. And kind of, like I said, anytime I have the opportunity to dunk on the dunk on a must champ guy, or a slap dick in general. I'm going to do it. <clears throat> Let's see. Madison, 106 days till kickoff. Is that right? Yes, yes. Next Thursday, we'll begin our 100 days to kick off countdown. Bruin Nation, I don't know if you're messing with me or what, but he says negativity sells. I mean, I was actually being overwhelmingly positive talking about Shane Beamer's culture based off that comment. So, I know you and I spoke this morning. I mean, controversy creates cash, certainly, but I mean, it's it's. I was actually using that as an opportunity to inject positivity that Beamer's culture is great i mean i think we'd all agree so mm -mm -mm -mm. let's see 
Lynn Turner says this, based on the fact that we have shown vast improvement at least part of the year, I think Kingston has already bought himself another year. Wine if you want. Mm, there's going to be some people disagreeing with this. What do y'all think? You think Kingston's bought himself another year already? Lynn, I think you're going to have a lot of people. The beauty is about to be in the banter for you, Lynn, because I think a lot of people are going to disagree with you. <laughs> I think a lot of people are going to disagree with you. Uh, okay, Bruin Nation says, I was referring to the hair boy about negativity cells. I hear you. Yeah, no, okay. I got you. I got you. I figured you were. Um, I figured you were. But, again, just just wanted to discuss it. I mean, I, I think it's something interesting. You know, anytime there's an attack on Shane Beamer's culture and, and the program and what he's doing, I mean, it's – it's especially a former player, I mean, it's, 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 it's noteworthy. It's noteworthy. So, anyways – Guys, 843-790-3377. That's 843-790-3377. I think we got more horse racing this weekend. The Preakness Stakes are going on. Power Hour is in full go. Let's see. 770 locks tweeted out. Only top, uh, let's see. Only top 20 college defenses returning at least 70% of their production. Missouri returns 80% of their production on defense. Georgia returns 70%. Clemson, 75%. So those three on the Gamecock schedule. Dude, Missouri's a very interesting team because Drinkwitz, you can say what you want, but, uh, you know, I think he's a slap dick too, but he's a slap dick that owns Carolina football. So, um, <laughs> I don't know what it is. I don't know. Is this the year the Gamecocks finally, finally get that, get that uh, tiger-sized monkey off their back in regards to the South Carolina-Mizzou series? Dale says, what's up, Dale? Hey, Chris, it's Dale. You ready for old Smokey? I hear you, man. We're ready. Bruin Nation, look at my tweet about Lloyd and Birch. 82,000 views. Bruin Nation, you're a celebrity, man. You're a celebrity. <clears throat> you're a celebrity, man. As we've entered hour number three, Madison Duncan, the softball game is on um, ESPN2. The baseball game will be on SEC Network+. Plus. <clears throat> SEC Network Plus is where you can check that out. So, big one tonight, man. Big one tonight. Of course, Eli Jones will be on the bump. Looking forward to what should be a great crowd. I mean, I, I'd imagine the Rowdy Roosters will be out and about. I know that, you know, obviously things haven't been going well of late. But I'd imagine there'll be a good crowd, right? Final home weekend or final weekend of the regular season, right? Final home weekend of the regular season. There might be, might be, postseason baseball at Final Shark. A lot of that depends on what happens this weekend. But, uh, yeah, so. Big, big weekend at Founders for sure. Big weekend at Founders for sure. Sure. <clears throat> 
Let's see. What's the... What is the schedule for today in the SEC? Here we go. We do have baseball upcoming actually at 3 o'clock. Auburn and Mizzou. Alabama takes on Ole Miss. Then at 6 o'clock, you got Georgia LSU. As LSU will look to take that series <clears throat> in Athens. Uh, Kentucky, Florida at 6.30. Mississippi State A&M at 7. Auburn, Mizzou again at 7. So they're playing a doubleheader today. As is Bama and Ole Miss as well. They'll go at 7. And then the final game of the night, Vandy, Arkansas at 8 o'clock on SEC Network. <clears throat> so, going to be a fun one. Fun day. Fun weekend of baseball as the SEC tournament gets set for next week. For next week. Going to be a good time. Really good time. So, 843-790-337. Some guys, it's 843-790-3377 as we cruise into the weekend. <clears throat> Hour number three here on this Friday. Like I mentioned, guys, before, Jake Crane will begin to join us Friday, June the 2nd. Until then, um, we had the conversation with Pete Futak today, next Friday. I'll air our conversation with Barrett Salee of CBS Sports. And what I'll start doing is normally, you know, we drop those combos on Wednesday or Thursday. We'll do the same moving forward um, in the first hour. What we'll probably do is this. You know, maybe on a lighter content day, whether it's Wednesday, whether it's Thursday, what have you. Probably Wednesday, because I'm thinking about the football season also, and Wednesday's the lighter content day of the two. So what I will do is this, um, probably on Wednesdays, you know, we'll, we'll chatter for the first 20, 30 minutes, and then we'll have that 30 minutes, you know, typically about a 20 to 30 minute conversation. We'll air that in the first hour as to not overlap with our guest of that day. So uh, anyways, guys, really, really exciting stuff. Have tons of great conversations. One of my favorite parts of what I do. Uh, is having all these great combos and talking ball and, 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 you know, meeting different people, hanging out with different people. It's, it's a lot of fun. A lot of fun. So, <clears throat> Madison says, here we go. Postseason at Founders may give Kingston some breathing room. I'll tell you this. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search. Match. With Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. 
Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at lifelock.com slash aware. I, I, I hear what Lynn said earlier. I don't think it matters how much they improved during the regular season. If Carolina baseball is not in the Super Regionals, I just don't think it's going to matter. I, I think with this team, and you look at the heights they reached midseason, and if they're not able to capitalize on that, I, I just... I don't know, man. I, I tell you this, is he back? I don't know, but the fan base certainly ain't going to want him back. Not going to want him back. And we talked about it in preseason, Super Regionals or bust. Very simple. Super Regionals or bust. That's it. Very, very, very simple. Lynn Turner says, go Arkansas. Yeah, Gamecocks need Arkansas to sweep Vandy. Again, to be in that top four. And I mean, South Carolina's got to take care of business. They've got to control their own fate. They got to control their own fate. So, Gamecocks control a lot of their own destiny. Control a lot of their own destiny. Guys, I want to say thank you all so much again for tuning in. I'll tell you this. Um, the, you know, I see all the numbers behind the scenes, and, I, and I'll tell you. We started producing the, the podcast and distributing out, I should say, the podcast in our new method on Monday, right? That's when it started, of course. And, of course, we started the three-hour TVCs and what have you. <clears throat> I'll just tell you guys this. Whenever you look at analytics, right, it compares to the previous period or really the previous month. So if I look at, if I look at Monday through Friday, that five-day stretch, it will compare that same five-day stretch exactly a month ago, right? So it compares previous periods, stuff like that. And so it's able to, in that way, like if you look at a 30-day-a-month view, it's going to compare it to the previous month, and it'll tell you if your downloads are up 10%, down 10%, whatever. Well, again, I say thank you all the time because, dude, the numbers right now, this five-day period compared to last month, and again, we've changed things up how we're producing content, distributing the podcast. Podcast downloads which are plays, right? A download's a play. I just say download. Podcast downloads are up 100%. 100%. So that speaks to, you know, the, 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 the fact that you guys enjoy the new format. You enjoy the three-hour TDC. You enjoy, are enjoying the way that the podcast is being produced and distributed and that feedback is incredible, man. I, again, I can't say thank you enough. I'm, I'm so happy. It's always a win-win when you are able to make adjustments in business that make business sense, but also you're leading with value and you're driving more value for the end consumer, and that's what we, we've been able to do. So, guys, thank you all so much, man, for continuing to tune in and just, just rock with us and show love. And you know, I, I knew that would be the case, but it's. You know, it's, it's, it's a cool thing, man. It's a cool thing to know that y'all have our back, and I, I really do appreciate it. Uh, let's get back into your questions. Jeff Gulledge says, <clears throat> Chris, <clears throat> excuse me, am I wrong that I'm uneasy about our offense going the season this year? Offensive line seems like a question mark. Wide receiver outside of Wells. 
is a question mark. And the running back position is a question mark. And most importantly, the play calling is a question mark. Jeff, you bring up great points. You bring up great points. Jeff, it's kind of like I talked about last year where there's three different ways to look at the season and look at all the question marks you've presented. There's the garnet glasses optimistic view of things. There's the chicken curse pessimistic view of things. And then there's the realistic view of things that's right down the middle. And so I think it's fair to assume, Jeff, there's some things that you're mentioning on the offensive side that are going to work out a little bit, a little bit better than we're expecting. Some of those things you're mentioning, they're going to work out a little bit worse than you're expecting. And some things are going to work out about how we expect. So, are you wrong for feeling a bit uneasy? No, you're not. Because there are real question marks. There are real question marks. I'll tell you guys this. Jeff Gulledge, are you wrong? No. There are as many reasons, and Jeff, I appreciate the question, by the way. There are as many reasons why this team, this season, could go six and six as there are why this team could go eight and four. There's probably more reasons why this team could go six and six than go nine and three. To be totally honest with you, I mean, there's just, there's question marks all over the field. Now, that comes with every season. You have guys who depart and you have new players step up. And so that's why I'm saying there's, you know, there's there's two sides the way, you know, two two ways to look at everything, right? So you could you could look at the, you know, I don't know, man, the, the offensive line, right? Like you you lose three of you know two of five guys, Jalen Nichols out with an injury. Then you can look at it as well. You've recruited these guys and you got these guys ready to step up. Like there's multiple ways to look at it. And so what does that mean for kind of football when the dust settles? But you make a lot of great points because. In the offseason, everything is great, right? Everybody's 0-0. Nobody's fumbled the football. Nobody's threw a pick. Nobody's missed a block. Nobody's missed a tackle. Nobody's lost a game. Nobody's lost a game, as my camera blurs out on me there for a moment. Nobody's lost a game yet, right? So, you know, going back to the offense, though, specifically, Jeff, I mean, I, listen, I, I'm, I'm, I've been very transparent about it, and I don't really care. You know, I, I will continue to hold this stance until the ball is snapped. I, I will have this stance until the ball is snapped. You know, I'm, 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 not, I'm not going into the season with guilty till proven innocent vibes. I don't believe in doing that. I'm not going into the season with, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm damning him before the ball is ever snapped, but I'm I'm very I'm very curious to see what Dabble Loggins looks like. Do I think he can be worse than Marcus Satterfield? No, I do not, because I don't think that's actually even possible to be worse than Marcus Satterfield. But Shane Beamer had me convinced that Satterfield wasn't a slap dick. And guess what? Marcus Satterfield was a slap dick through and through. So forgive me if I need to see a little bit more, if I need a little bit more than just Shane Beamer's word. I need a little bit more. I need to see the on-field production. I need to see the productivity, scoring points. I need to see actual success on offense on the field. All that talk and the press conferences are great, man. It's, it's great. 
It's great. But I got to see it on the field. So, no, Jeff Gullard, you're not off base for being a little bit anxious, a little bit worried. There's a lot of reasons to feel like, to believe that South Carolina could be <clears throat> much improved, and they should be much improved offensively. I mean, you have a quarterback back like in Spencer Rattler. Juice Wells is back, the number one target. You add Trey Knox. You know, you add Eddie Lewis at wide out. I mean, th- there's reasons to believe Carolina will be better offensively. There are, but it's funny how things never seem to work out as easily as you think they will. I mean, guys, this time last year, people were touting, touting and going crazy over, dude, we've got, you know, Dak Joyner's back. We got Spencer Rattler, Jaheim Bell's him. Marshawn Lloyd's the best running back in the league. Like, you know, and again, you put a lot of that on Satterfield. I get it, but just saying, man. A lot of questions. A lot of questions. And to Aaron Hodges' point, the offensive line. Last year going into the season, it was a major question mark. It was, quote-unquote, better than we expected it to be. Now it almost feels like you're starting back at square one. So, and again, the front half of this schedule with a new OC, with basically a new O-line, I'm a little on edge for it as well. I'm a little bit on edge as well. Dale says, the Daily Break Show. That's what the show should be called. Good Lord. He also says, Chris got a small blatter or something. Mm. East Tennessee inbred has spoken. Thank you, Dale. Appreciate it. Madison says, if you can go read, go hit the like button now. 24 people watching, only eight hit the button. Come on. (laughs) Thanks, Madison. I appreciate it. Uh, David Barnes, in my opinion, harbors way more athletic than Alshon, but he's played less football and has to learn wide receiver, which may take longer since he wasn't here in the spring. We heard a lot about Alshon during the offseason. Yeah, I would say this. Nicholas Harbor has a way, a ways to go as a football player. Um, there will be an adjustment period. And so I think it'll be very important for people to recognize and understand that they're going to have to be patient with Nick Harbour. Like, I, I don't think week one against UNC, he's out there catching the game, you know, catching a touchdown pass. Like, his biggest thing will be learning the nuances of the receiver position, learning the nuances of playing college wide receiver. That'll be the biggest thing for him. Um, you know, he's more of a track star at this point. I mean, obviously, again, great athlete, what have you, but more of a track star, I'd say, at this point. Has to learn route running, catching the football. Again, just the nuances of the game. But I'm sure they will find a way. I'm sure they will find a way to get him the football, make him a big, big part of the game plan. No doubt. No doubt. Let's see. Ruben Nation, how about the last two national champions aren't even making the SEC tournament? Yeah, Ruben Nation, it, it's, it's crazy, but, but I tell you what, we had this conversation, I believe, in the Discord. We had this conversation in the Discord about would you trade the seat? Like, would you, would you swap spots with those two programs? Like, would you take a horrific next season to win a national title this season? And the answer is yes. Yes. Anybody would. Anybody would. Anybody would. 
Sign me up, man. I just want a national title. Why not? Just give me a national title. Let's see. Running through your questions here. Madison Duncan harbors a true talent. He'll be producing right away. Won't take him long to get going. Just my opinion. And there we go. Right after I said what I said, I see that comment. Uh, Dale says, Chris, I'm going to the Myrtle Beach this weekend. Any suggestions? Can't have my Carolina girls. I'm going to the Carolina coast. Uh, go to the Tin Roof, Dale. Or Carolina Ale House. That's always a good time also. They got great sweet tea. I know you're a fan. Superb Brennan M. Mississippi State might make the SEC tournament. They might make it. I think some things have to happen. They're still technically not eliminated. Ole Miss is done, though. Ole Miss is – yeah, I, I can't imagine – I mean, even – dude, even Carolina last year made the SEC tournament as bad as we were. So, to miss the SEC tournament, you've got to have a horrifically bad year. And, I mean, Ole Miss – Ole Miss has had that. It's crazy how bad – Ole Miss has been this year. What do they have, like six SEC wins? Something like six SEC wins, something like that. Crazy, crazy how bad they have been. Anyways, guys, they're excited for the weekend of baseball. You know, as we, we creep up to the end of the regular season, I mean, it's crazy to think about. Time flies when you're having fun, most certainly. Next week, guys, I'm really excited because the SEC tournament will begin. And uh, we will not be doing live stream watch-alongs on YouTube, but but we'll be streaming all of the action in the Big Cock Club Discord. Patreon.com slash Big Cock Club. We'll stream it there. We'll have the game actually pulled up. We'll watch together. We'll be able to talk, conversate, all that good stuff. Join today to get access to that Discord and uh, you can watch every single game with us in the SEC tournament, the postseason, all that good stuff. Also, I got to figure out, guys, what we're going to do for not this upcoming Monday, but the next Monday. Because if I remember correctly, and let me see here, I believe. Yes, yes, if I recall correctly, and this is correct, Monday, May the 29th at noon Eastern on ESPN2, right? So not this upcoming Monday. The next Monday will be the selection show for the NCAA tournament. So what we might do is do something like 1230 to 330 or something like that because, yeah, I mean, I, I just think we obviously all want to watch that. <laughs> we, we all want to see where South Carolina is going, and unfortunately, we cannot watch that together because it's on ESPN2, obviously, and that is a great way to get your stream ripped off the internet. So, let's see. David, wow, David Barnes, I did, they don't allow grilling at Gamecock Park? Is that a real thing? I didn't know that. Wow. Is that really a thing, David Moore? I need confirmation. I need confirmation right now. Does Gamecock Park actually not allow 
Does Gamecock Park not allow? Grilling? Really? Wow. Okay. All right. Well, wow. That changes things. That, that, do we have to go back and re-record the freaking, the tailgate? Dude, that, I didn't know that. That's insane. That's insane. I think I got to put Seawell's number one then. I think that's it. That's it. Seawell's number one. And I'd say the fairgrounds number two. You can't even grill? I didn't know. That's that's crazy, man. That's crazy. I, I had no idea. Madison Duncan, you're already in the Discord, I believe, right, Madison? You're, you're already in the Discord. So if you just go into the Discord, you scroll all the topics on the left, you scroll all the way down, you'll see voice channels. BCC Hangout is the channel where we stream everything. Yes, on the left side, voice channels at the bottom. You'll see BCC Hangout. Then we also have a gamers channel because people like Chase, Luke RJ, those folks, they love to, you know, they love to get in there and game or whatever. So that's the channel. But Brendan made a great point. What we could do, what we could do, and I, I don't know if I can make this work or not, but I was just thinking, yeah, what we could, what we could do is this. We'll do this. We will stream the selection show in the Big Cock Club Discord. And probably what we'll say is we'll go one to – we could just go one to four for TDC. We'll figure that out. We'll figure that out that Monday, but either way, we will stream that in the Big Cock Club Discord and go from there. Uh, anyways, <laughs> Jacob P. talking about John Morant. Here's his comment. John Morant. I got to make better decisions, man. Got get really got to surround yourself with better people. That, that's that's the bottom line, Jacob. A guy like John Moran. I know I don't know if anybody tunes in to hear me talk about John Moran or that situation, but you just got to surround yourself with better people, make better decisions, man. You, you got to, you got to, you got to, you got to make better decisions. He's a young dude, but you got to grow up. You got to grow up, and when you're making that kind of money and a business is investing that kind of money in you, aka the organization, the team, got to make better decisions, man. Got to make better decisions. So. Um, yeah, tough. Anyways, Brendan makes the point. We've beaten top 10 Tennessee, Clemson, and Georgia more recently than we've beaten Missouri. Think about this, guys. Like, think about how long. I'm about to tell you the last time, and I'm sure y'all know already. But think about how long ago this was. The last time the Gamecocks beat Missouri was the monsoon game. Like, bro, that feels forever ago. Forever ago. Bro, I didn't even live in Columbia yet. I didn't even live in Columbia. Like, I was not even doing TSUS full-time the last time the Gamecocks beat... Missouri, like crazy, bro. Absolutely crazy. Mm -mm, Let's see. (laughs) 
843-790-3377. Guys, call that number, text that number, whatever you like. Brett McMurphy tweeting this out. Total amount distributed by each Power 5 conference per school in the 2021-2022 fiscal year via USA Today. The Big Ten led the way. 58.8 million given to per school. The SEC right behind. 49.9 million dollars. Big 12 coming in next. 42 to 44.9 million. The ACC 37.9 to 41.3 million. And the Pac-12 37 million. Crazy the money in college football these days. It's crazy. Crazy. David Barnes says, I utter the phrase, I'll burn this mother effer down too many times during the Muschamp era. So they took away our fire. <laughs> My apologies, Gamecock Nation. <laughs> God. David, that's incredible. Jeff Gullich says, I thought about going to the Missouri game this year, but might just go to the A&M game only. Jeff, you're going to go to College Station. It is crazy. The two longest road trips are back-to-back on the schedule. That, that I don't know. I don't know who made that, who made up that schedule, but I don't know. Weird. I've actually been to Columbia, Missouri. I've never been to a game, but I did ride through there one time. Every great headline ever has started with Florida man, right? Florida man this, Florida man that. The latest one for the New York Post, Florida man gets four years for pouring bleach into quote-unquote difficult co-workers Pepsi. Jeez. You feel like you'd get more than four years, uh, right? Like, you basically tried to kill somebody, right? I mean, okay, Jeff, so you're in Texas. All right, so you're not that far from uh, Texas A&M. Okay, okay, okay. College Station would be cool. That'd be a very, very cool road trip. Guys, I'll tell you this, though. I'm, I'm looking forward to this season. I am looking forward to the the post-game call-in shows, all the content will be rocking. I'm, I'm looking forward. I, can, I can't wait, man. Also, guys, by the way, it's confirmed. It is confirmed. Let me go ahead and tell you this. Um, sometime early, mid-July, something like that, we will 100% be in a new studio. There will be a new studio. There will be a new studio. We are staying in the upstate, but... Uh, Going to be upgrading the spot a bit, so the studio will get a makeover. It'll look different, and I'm excited for that. I'm very, very excited for that. So the studio will get a bit of a facelift. I'm not exactly sure what it'll look like. It'll depend on the place that we go to, but uh, I'm excited to enhance the studio, man. I, I think I'm going to give us a lot more of a laid back where you can see the merch type of view, if you will. Um, I've already got kind of the idea in my head, kind of what you saw at Carolina Cigars, honestly. I think that'd be dope, but uh, yeah, we will have a new studio set up by the latest mid-July, by the latest mid-July, so 
Looking forward to it, man. Looking forward to it. That's already been decided, and we're kind of coming up on that. It's crazy, man. We are coming up on that. So, yep. Uh, GA, he says, are you going downtown with the rest of beautiful people? Um, no, GA, I, I don't know where it'll be. I'm going to get into a house, but I don't I don't know exactly if it'll be downtown, where, what part of the upstate. But, now I'll be going from this place to a house. So, I'm looking forward to it, though, man. Like I said, Gonna get an even bigger studio. It's crazy. A lot of the a lot of my decision making for where I live has to do with hey, what's the what's the studio setup like? You know, we gotta have a dope stew. So now nah, it'll be fun, man. It'll be fun. I'm, I'm looking forward to it. The places we're looking at right now are are beautiful. So yeah, it's gonna be nice. It's gonna be really, really nice. But uh anyways, guys, uh appreciate y'all. We, we we got some big things also. We got some big things also on the merchandise side of the business in the works behind the scenes. So stay tuned for that. On three, uh, on three sports, college football top 100, the top 10 wide receivers in the top 100. Juice Wells ranks at 54th. They've got him the 54th best player in college football. I would assume, yeah, this is the top 100 players in college football for the 2023 season. So, I would assume... What? (laughs) All right, all right, all right, all right, all right, all right. I'm not trying to throw shade, all right? I'm not trying to throw shade. This is wild to me, though. This, I'm going to give y'all a guess. I'm going to give y'all a guess, all right? There are two players. There are two players in the on-three college football top 100. Juice Wells is one of them. The other one is not Spencer Rattler. Who is the other Gamecock that is in the top 100 of the 100 best players overall, 100 best players in college football. Juice Wells is one of them at 54. The other, the other is ranked 67th. It's not Spencer Rattler, though. Who is it? I'd be willing to bet you would not be able to guess it. This is stunning to me. I, 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 I'm not even trying to hate on the guy, but, you know, it's just, it's stunning. It's stunning to me. It's not Kai Kroger. It's absolutely not Kai Kroger. No. It is not Mitch Jeter. It is not Trey Knox. (laughs) Y'all keep going. Anybody else got a guess? I'm telling you, I would have never top 100 players in college football. Top 100 players in college football. It is not Nick Emanwari, which is crazy. Which is crazy. It is not Xavier Leggett. I'll go ahead and tell you guys. Coming in, top it is not to carry on Joiner GA. Coming in at number 67 in the top 100 players in college football for the 2023 season, South Carolina defensive back Marcellus Dial. Listen, I'm not trying to hate. I like Marcellus Dial. Bro, Marcellus Dial ain't even the best player in his own secondary. 
You got him the 67th overall player. I, dude, I mean, he was good last year, but like, what? What? That's crazy to me. I, I mean, I'm not trying to throw shade. Lenore Sellers says Bruin Nation. I'm not trying to throw shade. Jacob B., the question was simply this. Again, on three sports, drop their 100 top 100 players for the 2023 college football season. Juice Wells was at 54. Again, this is all of college football. <clears throat> Juice Wells was 54. At number 67, Marcellus Dial. He was the only other Gamecock listed. So, Spencer Rattler doesn't make the top 100. But Marcellus Dial makes the top 100. Again, I'm not hating on Marcellus Dial. I'm just surprised. I'm surprised. I'm surprised. Flat out. I'm surprised. Brendan M can call me a Marcellus Dial hater. I think you're just biased because he went to Woodruff, which is totally fine, whatever. Everybody's got a bias or something, I guess. Um, I mean, I, I don't dislike Marcellus Dial. I'm just very surprised that, like, how is Nick Emanwari not that guy? Two seasons at let's go through the stats. Two seasons at South Carolina, seventy-eight total tackles, one tackle for loss, one forced fumble, twenty-one pass deflections. Yes, he he's got three interceptions, and they were all last year. So I mean, he had a good year last year. I'm not sitting here saying he did not have a good year. I am not saying he did. He had a very good year last year. I'm just surprised that he's ranked ahead of. There's no Spencer Rattler on that list. There's no Nikki Mawari on that list. But Marcellus Dial, sure enough, is on that list. So, there you go. Hey, congratulations. Ruination says, Dial is being pumped up big time this offseason. I mean, I, I don't think he's, a, like, again, obviously, like he's one of our starting corners. I don't think he's a bad player, but like, do we, let me ask you this, does he think, do we think he's, do we think he's Cam Smith level? Is he Darius Rush level? I, I mean, I could see him being like Darius Rush. I, I, I could see that. And Darius Rush was very, very good. I, I don't know. I feel like I'm also forgetting like a lot of his big plays last year. <clears throat> he had the pick in the in the in the Clem sucks game. The granted the ball, the deep throw to down the field that was thrown. Yeah, overthrown and whatever. Anyways, he had a pick against Georgia State that I forgot about. Let's see. Got the video pulled up. Okay, rolling to the right, and he picks it off at the five yard line. So those were two of his picks. Where was his throw? Oh, he had a pick against SC State. All right, the, a ball that was literally just tossed up. <laughs> Again, I'm I'm not I'm not like dogging Marcellus. I'm just I'm just I really honestly forgot. Um, hey, I, I I hope he's yeah. I mean, I, I hope he turns out to be like the next Cam Smith, the next JC Horn, or the next great DB. I that just surprised me that he was top hundred like that. that again, over Spencer Rattler, over Nick Emanwari, like. 
some of these other guys that feel like the more obvious answers. But again, maybe, maybe. Um, Jeff Gulledge, how much of it do you think they left Spencer off because the history of Spencer or him being on that Netflix show? Jeff, I don't think anybody's factoring in the Netflix show anymore. If they are, it's just pure slapdickery. No, I think that Spencer Rattler, I think Spencer Rattler got left off because I think a lot of people still nationally, they look at the end of the season and say that was great, but they see all of his inconsistency last year. And they see, I mean, dude, his stats were still very pedestrian last year. They, they were. 18 touchdowns to 12 picks. I mean, and I think most people still see him as like, all right, you know, he's going to be that inconsistent gunslinger type of quarterback. So until he can show consistency, you know, I, I just, I don't know if, if I don't know if he's going to get the amount of respect and the benefit of the doubt that especially Gamecock Nation is willing to give him, if that makes sense. So um, he's still got a lot to prove. He's still got a lot to prove in this upcoming season. A lot to prove. Lot to prove. Also, yeah, GA makes the point. Kai Kroger, why why not? Like, why would Kai Kroger not be top hundred? And again, Brendan, it's not Marcellus Dial hate. It's not. But I I'm going back here in the chat. I do not believe. Yeah. Marcellus Dial wasn't your first guess. That's all I'm saying. You thought it was Kai or Mitch Jeter. So, to be fair. Mm -mm -mm. Jeff Gullich said his picks were horrible, talking about Rattler. Lynn Turner says his receivers frequently jogged lazy routes early in the season. I was watching. My son played quarterback, so I looked beyond just that throw was in the wrong place. Yeah, Lynn, the, the offense was out of sorts in a number of different areas early in the season. So, um, Jacob E. is what the Houston Astros did worse than steroids. I say yes. I would probably say yes, Jacoby. Both are cheating, so, but I'd probably say yes as well. Let's see. Austin Illustrious, he sees Marcellus Dial closer to Israel McQuamu. Okay. Fair enough. Again, I like I like Bruin Nations. Lenora Sellers, top 100 player in college. Well, hadn't even taken a snap. Why not? Why not? Bruin Nation says, moving to Muschamp Island. I got you. Yeah, yeah. You spoiled it. You spoiled it. You got me. Chase says, move up here on Lake Bowen. Will do. Will do. Will do. Mm, Let's see. Ethan Petrie and Cole Messina named semifinalists for the Dick Hauser Trophy. Nice. Very good. I love this from Barstool. Name a player you thought would be good but sucked. And I guess this applies to, you know, they've got all their pictures are pro sports, but, I mean, this could also apply to college sports. And, my God, the list. Because, dude, there are just so many misses in recruiting. There are so many misses in recruiting. So many. So many. When we talk about bust, the biggest bust, right? 
Again, guys, appreciate each and every single one of you tuning in. Thank you all so much. Um, really excited for the weekend, obviously. Gamecocks taking on Tennessee. Huge series at Founders Park. Huge, huge series. Lot on the line this weekend. Tennessee trying to earn a hosting bid. Carolina trying to lock up their hosting bid. Ruben Nation, who is the bigger bust here, Lloyd or Birch? Got to be Jordan Birch. Has to be. Has to be Jordan Birch. Next question. I mean, <laughs> I say Birch. Chase Floyd is every quarterback for every quarterback for Carolina between Dylan Thompson and Rattler. Chase, I think Luke RJ would fight you on the carry on Joiner aspect, but uh, yes, I mean, dude. I mean, that, that's the thing, too. Like, and I'm, I'm certainly not trying to. I know Bruin Nation are going to jump through the screen at me, but I'm not trying to lump Lenora Sellers, obviously, in there because, I, you know, that'd be so unfair to do. The only thing is that's why I say just just be patient. You know what I mean? Don't – don't. I'm kind of past the point of anointing or touting a dude as the next guy. You know what I mean? Like, I'll let him prove it on the field. We've had so many – we've had so many guys who are the next guy step on this campus. You know what, man? Go out there and just prove it. Just go out there and prove it. Every quarterback that's come in has had tons of hype. They've had a skill set. They've had to just do it on the field, man. Just do it on the field. And I think he can. I think he will. But, you know, you never, you just never know, man. You just never know. David Barnes says, what would be a more Carolina thing to happen this weekend? Sweep or get swept? Sweep, definitely, David. Sweep. Mm-hmm. Definitely the sweep. Ruben Nation, he doesn't need to be rushed in unless he has to be because he's better than Luke Doty. I mean, Bruin Nation, I mean, there, there's many out there that would agree with you that he, he is better than Luke Doty and that Luke Doty should not be QB2. And, you know, I will say this, after cooling down a bit, Bruin Nation, from the spring game, I've cooled down a little bit, right? Been a couple weeks. I, I'd probably say that Luke Doty is going to be QB2 this, this season. I think he's going to be QB2. I think Lenora Sellers, if used, is used situationally. I don't think he's used in a position where – I mean, Spencer Rattler is going to play practically every snap this year. Knock on wood, he doesn't get hurt. He's going to play every snap. I think if Lenora Sellers plays, it's going to be – it's going to be situationally. He's not going to start a game, I don't think. But I was I, I was thinking about that actually about a week or so ago, like bold predictions for the Carolina 2023 season, like bold predictions, right? You're not saying this is going to happen for sure, but like if you were to make a bold prediction, could one possibly be that somebody not named Spencer Rattler starts a game this year? I, I, I mean, I, I I don't want that to be the case. I don't know. I, I feel like that's a little bit over the top. I, I feel like at that point you're like you're reaching for a bold pick. Reaching for a bold prediction, if you will. So anyways, anyways. Uh Jeff Gulledge says, I haven't given up on Doty yet. I don't know that I've given up on him, Jeff. I, you know, I just do I think he'll ever 
Do I think Luke Doty will ever be in a position where he's the dude at South Carolina ever again? Probably not. I don't think so. I, I think his days, Jeff Golich, as this team's starting quarterback are probably over. I, I, I really do. I really do. And it's unfortunate. It's unfortunate, but... I'll tell you this, guys, before we get out of here. Just, just you know, we're having these conversations. You know, obviously, Spencer Rattler's our quarterback. Just, just imagine had he went to the draft, though. How, how much different... How much different would this season look... And how much different would this season and, like, projections look for this year had he not come back? I mean, thank goodness we don't have to. Thank goodness we don't have to think about that necessarily because he is back. It's wild, though. It's wild how, like, those decisions can so drastically, you know, impact the outlook of a season. Wild. Absolutely wild. So. Uh, let's see. David Barnes, who scores more touchdowns, Doty in garbage time or Sellers situationally? David, I'm going to go with Sellers situationally because I, I'll be honest with you. I went into last season, David, thinking there'd be a lot of garbage time. And there wasn't. And I don't see that being the case again. I I, I really don't. I mean, Furman, there'll be garbage time. Jacksonville State, probably garbage time. Probably not as much as you'd think, though. Outside of that, hopefully Georgia, there's not garbage time. Because the only garbage time there'll be is we're getting killed. I mean, outside of that, though, you're not getting a lot of garbage time. So I will go, I will go Lenoris Sellers will have more touchdowns situationally than Doty will have in his garbage time appearances. I'll roll with that. Guys, hey, that's going to do it, man. Thank you all so much. Um, final question going to the weekend from GA. If Spencer left, would Sellers be the starting quarterback over Luke Doty? God, man, what a debate. I, and Bruin Nation made the point this offseason would be crazy about the quarterback spot. Especially, can you, can you guys imagine the spring game that took place and Spencer Rattler's not the quarterback and like, Shane Beamer's trying to sell everybody that, you know, Luke Doty's the starting quarterback, and it's like, we just watched the spring game. It'd be a mess. It'd be a mess. But thankfully, we don't have to entertain that craziness quite yet. Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. 
Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.